Hello and welcome to Mums Work and Chaos with me, Louise. They say it takes a village to raise a child, so let me help you build yours. During this journey, I'll be learning about everything from neurodiversity in children's literature through to body image post-pregnancy. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome to this episode of Mums Work and Chaos. Today I'm joined by the wonderful Claire Ferreira, who is the founder of Mums in Marketing. And if I'm honest, I would not be where I am today and right now without her and her amazing group of wonderful, supportive women. Um, you truly have created a community where women help women and there's not that competition which is you know so often found because I think a lot of us find that we end up in the male dominated workplace and there is that competition and that uh, lack of camaraderie when it comes to the workplace and sometimes I think that we end up picking that up and running with it which doesn't serve us very well so I just want to say thank you for creating a safe space for us mums in marketing to slag off work and help each other work out why this thing is not downloading. Um, so, <laughs> um, yeah, honestly, thank you so much. So thank you for joining me today. Oh, Louise. Well, first of all, thank you so much for asking me. I was over the moon. I was over the moon when you asked me. Um, and you're very kind to give me so much credit but you know I have to say it's 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 undeserving really because it's it's mims like you and all the mims in the community and of course we've got our free community and then our paid membership and it, it's you guys that make it what it is it's you guys that absolutely embody what we stand for you know I, I'm the person who pressed the button <laughs> And that in itself, as you know, we talk about, like, that was terrifying in itself. <laughs> but then I think, you know, what has just always blown me away is how we come together. And that has just been fantastic. So thank you for today. Well, honestly, um, no, if you have to press that button, there's hundreds, if not thousands of us who would not be where we are today without the help and support that your community Aww. has given us so um thank you so talking about pressing the button how did the whole idea of mims uh, mums in marketing come about so um i am a mim uh mm -hmm. my career is in marketing and that you know i it, it's the pre-children and the post-children career. It seems very split for me. Yeah. And I see you're nodding along and your own experiences as well. And as marketers, we are so connected to what we do. Um, and I speak as a whole there. And and But let me pull that back and say that that is my experience. I remember just that very deep connection 
because what we're all about is emotion, how it makes you feel, would that take you to take action on a product or a service? We're fascinated with human behavior. So we're like constantly looking like, oh, why did you like that? Oh, why do I like that? And what's appealing about this? And oh, what, you know, and understanding our audience. So it kind of now, but only now as I reflect back, thinking about the complete immersion in human behavior, why it would feel like, you know, 24 hours a day. And then having, you know, I've got two and having my first daughter, it's almost like reprogramming a piece of tech because you've been immersed over here and then trying to figure out the reprogramming to raise a human it felt wasn't the easiest path for me and that's you know and and everyone's journey is completely different yeah but then that manifested itself in a number of ways where you know, I took time out, but I was never fully settled. I really hankered for it. I missed what I did. I felt loss of identity. Yeah. But at the same time, trying to navigate being a mother, and I, I'm a parent without a lot of parental support around, no family. And that then, you know, it's a, it's a long and winding story, but then the next kind of segment into it was seeing our incredible industry really move on, push forward, you know, like we are digital marketers. We, and and I know there's talk about it not being separate, but the thing is, if you've been in marketing for a while, it is, you yeah. come with a certain skill set. So all of a sudden, when I was thinking, okay, now I'm ready to get back into work, what had gone from this was now this. And I just was like, what the bloody hell has happened in my absence? And it really felt like that. It really felt like, it felt like maternity leave in the harshest of ways. Like I'd closed the door on an office and come back a few years later. The whole team had changed. Everyone's job roles had changed. And I was just literally trying to, it gives you that sort of disconnect as well, doesn't it? You don't quite realise it. And I think like my 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 personal experience of my marketing career is that I start I went to uni and I did marketing. Now I, I know a, a whole ton of very amazingly qualified marketers, including yourself, who didn't go to uni and do marketing. Um, because essentially it's a really intuitive job. You need to be able to, to hone in on that. It's, it's all about understanding your audience. It's not necessarily, and, and there's so much trial and error. It's a science, you know, all the A-B testing of, of different methods and different layouts of, you know, emails and uh, designs and things like that as well. It's a science. We're not going to get away from that 100%. You know, psychology is a science. There's so much psychology involved in it. But I went to uni. Uh, I did it. I learned all the archaic dinosaur ways of doing things. And then I started a full-time job in PR and, and marketing and learned that Twitter was my best friend and it, it was not included in the syllabus. And it, I, I literally walked into that job and my boss went, everything you've learned is wrong. We're doing it this way. And it was like, 
shit uh, okay and then again going on maternity leave and coming back and and I went from working in-house only to thinking I know this is the perfect time to take a complete segue in my career I'll go work in an agency was I thinking it was like complete complete different world and I'd gone from this sort of safe internal you know well you know internal role (laughs) to working agency side straight after having a baby and it was like whoa this is a lot (laughs) and so you know it's even just going back into the same role in the same company everything changes and evolves around you and yeah you you do feel that disconnect 100 percent. it's it's a lot to to take it is and but and it is different for everyone I mean you talking about going into that other role just again emphasizes what complete legend you are you know like that you would approach it and (laughs) everyone has their their own journey on it and you know I hear of experiences of mims who are go back to work and it's an amazing transition and the golden and you know and then we hear experiences of where it's not been that and you know there's there's the huge cross-section of it and I think what connects us and what makes it so special is that we have a shared experience but there's a real embracing of the individuality within it yeah and it it's we are so higher purpose led than what we stand for and there's such a a code such an ethos such a culture that the kind of ebbs and flows and the differences and the you know it might be you're in a different country or you've not you know I've got four children, you've got two, you've got one, I work full-time, I'm employed, you know, all of these nuances are just strands that bring us together and make us stronger. Yeah, 100%, because you've got that central connection, you are a mum in marketing, it doesn't matter what kind of marketing you do, who you do it for, how you do it, at the end of the day, we all have that, we all are marketing people who happen to be mums, and have children and uh, I think one of the things that really stood out to me when I you know joined mums in marketing I feel like I feel like you found me I can't remember how I ended up in mims I I feel like you found me and messaged me I like gather people in (laughs) you do you're the you're the shepherd of the mums and I, I feel like you found me in the wilderness and brought me to this community of, of people that, that could help me. But I was, uh, I um, I landed in in Mims, and the one thing that really stood out to me was that it was one you had the free community, which you know I technically am a founding member, um, so I I got in I got in before everyone else which I'm very proud of and I'm stuck in there um but yeah so um uh, there was the free element which was amazing and that and within that free community that you built there was talk of you know I'm really struggling with my role can someone help me um I had to leave work early and now I'm having an anxiety attack because I didn't finish the presentation before 4 p.m <laughs> I don't know what feels worse, the mum guilt or the work guilt. 
<laughs> and, and, and then there were just sway, waves of women just commenting on these things like, you know, you're doing great. Whatever happens, they'll understand. Stop panicking about it. And it was just like, wow. Or, you know, the anxiety you feel about having to go into work means that you don't belong there. I have a friend who has a job opening at the moment in your area. I think you should apply for it. And then two months later, I got the job. And it was just like, it was such an amazing, special, supportive place to be. And I'd been part of some other, you know, uh, groups on 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 Facebook and, and LinkedIn and nothing was ever like this. People People saw you, people read your posts and they gave you advice, whereas... In some of these other things, you just oh, that's that's not important to me. I just went right right back to them. I'll just ignore that. No, I'm not going to get back to them about that. And it was never ever like that. It was always like it's just women recommending women, and it was just awesome, absolutely awesome. And it was how I met my um, my first uh, member of my agency. Mm. Um, who I'm still really 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 good friends with and we we just met in in these circumstances she'd lost her job it was really horrible but people were helping people were writing to her and she decided she didn't want to go back to the office she wanted to go freelance and I was freelancing and I needed help and eventually we made it work and and she could come and and support me um and I met other mims who I worked with and for and and stuff as well and if we hadn't have had that space to talk to each other and work things out I don't think I ever would have launched my agency or or taken it as far as as I did and yeah it may have only lasted two years but I did that and I did that because of something that you thought of Mm. And honestly, you will, I, uh, I don't mean to make this too much of a thing, but like seriously, when, when I approach you for coaching, so as well as running this amazing community of, of mums in marketing, and seriously, if you are a mum in marketing, please find it, search for it, join it, be, go all in because it's amazing. But um, Claire also is a, a a coach and when I was really struggling with the where to take my business and what mm. to do with it um I yeah I turned to you we had our sessions and honestly it it really pushed me in the direction of where I needed to be and it's really funny because um it can be very unexpected where you end up mm. <laughs> And at the time I was running an agency, I had four people working with me, I had multiple clients, and then my biggest client was a real pain in the ass, and I hated it, and I didn't know what to do, but if I lost that client, that whole agency was just going to collapse, because just just never build an agency based on one person, just don't do it. Um, <laughs> but, um, but essentially, um, it being a, a member meant that I answered a call and it turned out to be the right one for me yeah. and without the coaching that you gave me I would not have been able to sit down and 100% work out exactly 
the pros and cons of doing either and what I actually wanted because I think that was the the biggest takeaway that I had from it was what do you actually want like this you're doing this yes this might be income yes this might be for other people might be for your family but what do you what do you want what is best for you I think but also within that and Louise you know you are extremely kind um but I think something that I see as we become mothers and again all different but as we get handed a child and we are expected to like have shit figured out mm-hmm. that that can then replicate itself and one thing that I love to I one thing that I like to remind myself of and it, it came up a little while ago is you know Amazon and I know it's a big humongous thing but if you were, <laughs> yeah. Amazon started off literally selling books yeah and they did not you know they've like changed in shape and something else that I read recently was that Slack the channel the comms channel yeah. started off um and it was like for gaming and stuff apparently and so if that's okay for them to do like massive changes and to respond to the marketplace you would think we could apply that to ourselves as humans. Okay, so the marketplace here has changed. I've got a little human and maybe I'm not like up for going out till five in the morning. Maybe I'm just up till five in the morning. Or maybe my child is going to college or university or is starting work. Mm-hmm. And and there sometimes is that sense of, I need to make a decision and it needs to be now. And once I've made it, there's no going back. Yeah, this is a big thing and I think it's all relative but it's all within context and you know I read Alchemy recently by Rory Sutherland that was he talks about that in context and from a coaching perspective what I talk about is it's with your own eyes well how you see a situation will try for you but when you release yourself from the decision that you make now is literally that's it until you like take your last dying breath. When you look at it from a slightly different perspective, that's not to say there's going to be immediate impacts and you can only do what you can do. But knowing that sometimes decisions that you make can be for now or they might not be yet. And when you start to, I can see it happen when I talk around that in coaching yeah. and share those ideas and explore those strategies together in a coaching partnership. And I literally see this, I see like, oh. And the, you know, the shoulders kind of come down and then it's like, oh. like In my case, you were left with a crying, blubbing woman on the floor. But the, it, sometimes it's been so held in that having yeah. the space to actually look at it and not be like on the school run trying to think for 30 seconds or in between work or literally as you're going to sleep yeah. coaching as we talked about is the space to explore it I think that's the thing as well was that with my decision to seek help and have coaching 
it's intentional so you're there for the right reasons so you put a hundred percent into that at the time so you have that time you allot that time it's not like it's not like taking like 10 minutes to watch a self-help video on youtube and never getting around to it because you've you've got the laundry to do or you know you actually have to get that presentation done on time or whatever you you can't put it off you've made that commitment you've you've paid the money you've set the time you have to be there and you can block it off in your calendar and you're 100% in it and you can give 100% of yourself to that task and it is 100% for you and I think at the time I was really struggling to just get time on my own anyway as well because there was always a demanding client there was always someone texting at stupid o'clock there was always a child that needed me and so to block off that that time and it be honestly me time can take formation in any which way and for me that was me time that was time I could spend developing and growing myself and you know having homework as well was actually really fun because it it was like I had a deadline I had to hit it you were relying on me to get this done so that we could progress in the next session and so it meant me saying no I can't do this for half an hour I have to write my list I have to do this thing I have to I have to work out what my perfect day would be and yes that involves you so go away for 10 minutes and leave me to write my (laughs) list Do you know what's interesting there, Louise, is I've never thought about that. But immediately as you describe it to me, what I see is that that's an, an opportunity for if it's been a while since someone said no or someone's prioritised themselves. And that can happen. You can get out of practice. Yeah. And if it's been a while, maybe because, you know, I just want to say for the day. The homework is optional. <laughs> it's not like you get forced into it. Um, but what I love about that... If you're a teacher's pet like me, yeah. it's not. <laughs> oh, bless you. Um, it, it's, it just fills my heart with joy that that was an opportunity for you to start to think about, okay, by meeting my own needs first, mm. I'm Which going to, to be able to then come into play in my other roles that's not like anyone has to miss out but sometimes there's just a change in order at different times in the day you know sometimes if you've got a baby who needs to be fed immediately then that's going to move to the top but (laughs) there's flexibility in the order of how it can look and I that's never something I've realized and I'm really grateful you shared that with me because to know that that then put you on the path of let me think for a minute. Let me just mm-hmm. think. Everything can wait a second. Let me think and get this clear. Yeah. And something else that you were you were saying about, you know, not every decision is permanent. I think like we live in a world that that wants permanence. And that can be really difficult when you realize that your environment is constantly changing. And essentially you have to adapt and you have to evolve. And your your child is changing they're growing their needs are different at different ages you know the minute they start secondary school again they need you less when they go to uni and they're living away they need you less 
and it opens up your world to other possibilities and other things that you can be doing and that's one of the things that I loved about membership and and being a, a, a mim was that you have mims of all ages you have yeah. you have mums in there who are um dreading going back to work after after the maternity leave and are in the throes of night feeds and then you've got mums who are yeah whose kids have not only gone to university but moved away yeah and yeah. And then awesome. they've got the experience of hindsight to be able to go back to that mum and say, you know, yes, it feels like it's everything right now, but it's not. And as you know, you might have to put things on hold for a minute, but it changes and it gets better. And it it's amazing how much just one word yeah. from someone who has that experience of time yeah to can put you at ease as well and like I love the fact that you try so incredibly hard to write on every single post like literally I have no idea how you do it you must have Bernard's watch or something and you can just press that stopper and at time stand still and you furiously reply to every single message but like the but having having that community and having those people who who are at every different stage of their life and career and 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 everything like you've got some women in there who are like the CEOs of marketing agencies I know saying to, women. you know account <laughs> execs, like I started as an account exec it's yeah. you can be here if that's what if that's what you want you yes. could be an account exec for your whole life and that would be amazing yeah. or one day if you wanted to this is available to you and I think that gives like so many women the you know the idea that actually you know I might just want to be a marketing exec that it's not an only you know that's that can that can be so fulfilling or if I wanted to I could I could move up to manager or I could be a director or I could be a head of or I could be whatever you know it's it's the possibilities are endless but you get to choose how much commitment you want to put in and whether you know you know what is the best place for you because like I was I was saying in another um recording like the reason I started mums work in chaos was because it's not this isn't a place for mums who work it is but it also isn't like mum stay at home mums work 100% I couldn't do it I went back to work because staying being a stay-at-home mum didn't work for me and my mental health it wasn't a possibility for me so I I 100% I always put my hands up to those mums who have the ability to be around their small person 24 hours a day (laughs) how you do it oh yeah um but like you know I think really um you know the whole mims community really inspired me to think oh actually I can do this I can start a podcast about like the the hilarity that ensues from (laughs) all the things that can go wrong at work or at home or with your kids or whatever and so Louise um, what you're doing is amazing (laughs) absolutely and I think you know it's if there's one thing that out of the fucking billions that <laughs> has been 
a learning for me and I'm so grateful for is that it's that understanding like what we touched on earlier that it's all in context like some mothers want to work and can't others can't work or others choose not to and the most beautiful thing around mums and marketing is doesn't matter what your title is doesn't matter what your choices are we will back you on that yeah because that we're at a very unique time in society and parenting and particularly in the UK now where <laughs> the impacts on education mean that we are so much more deeply engaged and you know required to have our eye on a different ball yeah and the the pressures around childcare so actually it's not the you know, within a generation, the landscape has changed. Massive within a generation changed. of mothers working and there was childcare in school and it was quite simple, that has become complicated. And mothers working and having their mother or their family nearby, that has come, become complicated. Families aren't always together. Mothers parent alone. It we have so much more diversification in what we look like now. Yeah. And actually, I mean that in every sense of the word and beautifully so, and thank goodness. But I think when you can connect into that higher purpose of, A, you're not alone, and going back to your very first question, what started it? I felt alone. Yeah. I felt completely alone. And I knew I was in a, a privileged position as well, you know, in a lot of ways. I, I, I wasn't in a situation where I was fleeing a violent partner. I didn't have an illness. I was able to work. I had a roof over my head. You know, all of those influences. I felt alone. And that then became the overriding how can this be, am, am I the only one? How can this be different? And that then became, I don't care who you are, you know, and it started off as mine and now it's we. We don't care who you are. Yeah. You don't care what your title is. We are the people who will, if you if you are melting down in the supermarket, if your child is melting down in the supermarket, we will be the one to come over. What yeah. you need? How can we help? that's us and I that that's the amazing thing about about MIMS and it, it it's literally just somewhere anyone can go and and yeah we don't care if if your question is marketing related or not we don't care if you're looking for bouncy castle people in the Reading area we will happily help you find a bouncy castle person in the Reading area. You know, exactly. if you just meet for a coffee or you need someone, you have to have someone to hold you accountable to get a task done. Again, there's always going to be someone there. And that's the most beautiful thing about it is that, you know, yeah, you, you might feel alone, but there's this amazing community oh, and you aren't, no one's alone. And like, um, yeah in an in another episode I was talking about um 
how bored I was on maternity leave and how I ended up starting my own business and, and everything as well. But yeah, I was I was incredibly bored on maternity leave and I've really struggled with the understimulation of what having a oh, nursing baby <laughs> was actually gonna be like. Amazing. Um, I was just like falling to pieces on mine. You are a complete oh legend. no. Like it was, it was a hundred percent P and D that st- uh, that um, spurred me on to to sort actually being in. You know, I really hate the way people like make it sound like it's like nothing, but and call it the baby blues. It's not the baby blues. It's it's deeper and much darker than that. But I was, yeah, uh, that's that's what spurred me on to go into the agency side, and I lasted like a minute it was a lot and they asked me to go full-time and I couldn't I couldn't afford full-time in central London with the price of childcare I was basically paying for the privilege of working you know I was in a junior position in an agency which pays peanuts um going having you know a fun day out in central London three days a week and it didn't work for any of us you know they wanted me in full-time because I could you know actually spend the time and 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 get the work done um but equally I knew I needed to be there for my daughter and so that and that ended that and then I ended up um starting a a bridal distribution company which makes total sense (laughs) Um, but I I'd worked in I've worked in the wedding industry since I was 18 I worked in a bridal shop and um and my mother-in-law was in bridal and and I ended up managing her store before I went on maternity leave um but it it was it wasn't didn't make financial sense to go back to the shop after I'd had my daughter um again I'd be paying for a fun day out there would be no money I'd be in deficit actually and so um and so yeah it uh, but for her I did all the marketing I did sales I did buying I did I did everything like you, you you can't you can't underestimate the amount of work that goes into running a small business and then when I went into the distribution side I was logistics I was the picker and packer I was the warehouse operative I was the marketing person I was the salesperson. I was the trade show events organizer I did absolutely everything and so when I started at the in the role I'm in now, and people were like, "Oh, I saw on your LinkedIn that you ran a you ran a bridal distribution company. What does that have to do with cyber?" And it's like nothing. It has absolutely nothing to do with cyber. However, I have more than enough skills available to me to get your shit to a trade show and back again, to make sure yeah, that the collateral is printed on time and there, to make sure that you know what you're talking about on that webinar or that podcast or whatever, because I'm used to doing the PR and prepping everything and getting the editorial and making sure that I have the good contacts at all the magazines. And I can do all the socials because I've done all the socials and I understand how paid works and all of that stuff. And they were like, oh, and, you know, I understand how to set up a Google AdWords campaign because I lived it for at least two weeks trying to make sure that it was working. <laughs> um, however, you have an agency that does that. And at least I can talk to them on the same level. <laughs> yeah, I understand the hard work that yeah. goes into doing it. Um, and so they were like, oh, wow. Yeah, that's 
that's a lot you've got all the skills needed and that's I think that's the thing is like a lot of people find that it's it's credentials or what you've uh you know the the experience you've got within an industry but at the end of the day marketing isn't industry uh it's not industry exclusive you don't have to be like only tied to one thing and I think that's the beauty of it is that you can have as a as a small agency or freelancer you can have clients who are you know dog walkers (laughs) who want to do an Instagram paid social campaign to get more (laughs) more dogs to walk (laughs) or you could be you know working with um you know just one element of of helping out I don't know huge huge multinational corporations because they need that certain level of expertise with their seo copywriting for their blog posts and so you have to proofread them and put the right keywords in like it's amazing how much variance there is within the role and you can either choose to hone in and have that niche and do it all uh do it one specific thing or you could be a generalist like me and love to learn and expand and 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 you know have an understanding of everything around you and I think that was the one thing that really drew me into marketing when I first was exploring degree options was I did um for a level did psychology biology and communication studies And it was the psychology and communication studies that really made me go, oh, wow, this is amazing. But really, I wanted to be a CSI. (laughs) And that's why I did the three, because if I had biology behind me, I could use my luminescent spray and work out who the killer was. We know where to come, Louise. We know where to come. <laughs> I watch way too much TV, um, but but it's amazing the directions you end up in, the path that you take, Absolutely. and how little permanence there is, and how much you have to evolve and change, and just accept that just everything changes. Circumstances never stay the same, and little humans do have a lot to do with it <laughs> <Don't they? laughs> oh it's crazy how much effect they have on your lives you don't, don't quite realize it until they're there do, do you so <laughs> that is too bloody late <laughs> the no, number of times I've secretly whispered under my breath if I had a shop to take you back to <laughs> I get a refund no never never get a refund on my child but <laughs> you know with three girls running around it is a lot <laughs> you do amazing you do fantastic um, so yeah like you know we've we've covered a lot we've you know talked yeah. about how MIM started yeah uh, the coaching side of things yeah um and 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 the community in its own right I guess like you know you've you've held events as well for for mums in marketing which I was so sad I couldn't make it to the to the London event um, in November it was a real shame I really wanted to be there and meet everyone um but I mean there's so many mums that I'm connected to that I you know stalk on LinkedIn and (laughs) um and talk to 
um it's it's just amazing like the friendships you can make even remotely yeah but I guess my 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 final question to you Claire is where do you see MIMS going I know that's going to be a really hard one to answer <laughs> um in its evolution <laughs> as all things do yeah. Where do you feel the trajectory is taking MIMS at the minute? I guess with where we started from, that no MIM will ever be alone. Mm-hmm. And that mantra for me repeats every day. And what the past few years have brought me in terms of purpose and just knowing that this can impact I mean your stories are just mean the world and I see them and knowing that and to grow to grow so that no man is ever alone and no matter where she is in the world no matter what a job title is and as well for industry to ha- have that positive impact as well, to know that there is a community that keeps our MIMS in work, that, yeah. and when I say in work, in work that's right for them. So whether that's employed or freelance or consulting, or they are actually pausing, or they are moving into a different section, that we keep them within the fold. Yeah. And I see our role in MIMS and our community as being, you know, we are our own voice, but we can also speak for how it is. And we can, we now are the place that can talk to industry as a whole. And I think when we got together, it was that realization and incredible realization that now it is our story it's our journey and it's how we grow and how important it is to every single mim in our community that we reach the ones who don't know yet because we are waiting for them we will you will have experienced louise on raising your children that someone is waiting to hear you will have experience of running an agency that there's a mim somewhere in the world who needs to hear today yeah and knowing that they're waiting for that literally pains me knowing that you know we're so close we're so close so I guess ultimately it's growing grow it growth is absolutely you know my word never able to pin it down to one word of the year ever but <laughs> i don't think growth, anyone should ever be limited to one word it feels year. really intense to do that because they well one day it might be growth and another day it could be something else and oh, gosh, um, no. <laughs> but growth growth working with partners and and building it out and i think that's something i'm really excited about now i feel like we're getting into a great position now to work in partnership with industry, with brands and organisations that fit our values. So we have total choice. And that yeah. excites me now. That will be the next stage. 
I remember when um, you did your first article with um with uh, marketing week as well it was just wow and honestly like the journey that you take us all on as well we're <laughs> I it, it's just so funny because like you I just feel like it like I I joined before the membership side was available and I was so privileged to be part of that first wave of mums who who joined the membership and the resources that other mums volunteer their time to produce you know there's been so many times when I've 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 gone in and I've I've needed to <laughs> you know it's like uh, someone at work said oh we need to create like a brand strategy I'll head over to the MIMS website yeah. or um, uh, we need to create a buyer persona. Oh, well, a MIMS probably done a masterclass on yeah. that. I'm going to go and learn about it. I will spend cool. an hour of my time learning about it because I've never done it before. And there's literally, there's always someone there to hold your hand through the process. And it's amazing. And the number of people who give you advice for free. And that's their job is to charge for their advice. It's insane. And like it's it's just brilliant that but I just feel like there's there's a mountain of of mims and you're you're on the top of that which is fabulous but like it's just like the immense pride I know that we all feel when you do something like a marketing week <laughs> article is is brilliant because that's the thing is that it's like we all have a voice do you know what I mean like um there's um an account I follow on on Instagram and I know she's amazing and does amazing work anyway but pregnant and screwed who is battling for women like us to get affordable childcare so that you know if there are mums who are blocked from going back into the workplace because they can't they have no access to affordable childcare she's there and I feel honestly like the community that you've started and the things that you're doing is 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 that for us as well and you give you have given us the ability to raise such numbers that we now have a voice where people can hear us honestly Claire it's just such a beautiful thing and I just I'm thankful every day that that I know that if anything is ever wrong I have somewhere to go I'm Thank sorry I'm gonna cry <laughs> no I'm, yeah. but honestly I mean, it's just a beautiful thing and I just want to thank you for that and that's why I asked you to be here today so that we could so I could you know show yeah. other women out there that this this community exists and that they need to be a part of it because it's awesome you're awesome we're all awesome. We but... <laughs> are, and that's the thing. I, I would just like to say on a final note that Louise, that that is everything to me, but it's a complete privilege. It is a privilege to be part of it with you all. That is my absolute mission. And I mean that in every sentence of the word. And you know, when, when, you know, the everyday of the everyday, my kids get sick, my kids are off school, you know, all of that stuff is going on. 
you guys keep me centered you keep me focused so thank you thank you honestly thank you so much um yeah thank you just so much for joining me today and, and thank you so much for everything that you do um honestly guys if you are a mum in marketing please head to Facebook seek out the mums in marketing group head to her now I know about it Claire's TikTok channel <laughs> mums in marketing <laughs> Why you're not on Instagram, I don't know. Get yourself over there. Gee, um, one step at a time, Louise. <laughs> take the TikTok world by storm. Um, uh, yeah, no, seriously, seek out Mums in Marketing. Head over there. Join the community. Um, we want you. Um, and we need we need you and your expertise as well. Definitely. So, um, but yeah, thank you so much for joining me today, Claire. It's been thank awesome you, having Louise. you here. And um, I will catch up with you later. <laughs> See you later. Thank you. Later. Thank Bye. You If you enjoyed this episode of Mums Work and Chaos, please make sure to subscribe on 